This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, let's not waste any time. Lake Show, then Wolves pregame, then Wolves basketball, then I've got Timberwolves tonight. All of that coming up here on News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm your host, Henry Lake, with Christopher Tubbs here in studio. Then immediately when I'm done, here in the next 20 minutes or so, I'm booking it on down to Target Center. I will be in the building Two and one Timberwolves facing the what two and one San Antonio Spurs and Greg Popovich, one of the greatest NBA coaches of all time. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll get into some wolves here, possibly before we pass it off to Cal Soderquist with the pregame show. But I wanted to start tonight's abbreviated show with Minnesota Viking football, even though they're coming off a bye week, because there's something that we just have to go ahead and state for the record right now. As of Monday, October the 24th at 6.09, the Minnesota Vikings, in my opinion, they have to. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. The Minnesota Vikings have to win the NFC North division. They have to. And I will tell you why. Well, before I tell you why, let me just go ahead and put some pressure on the Vikings. The Vikings, if they were to not win this division, it would be more, more of a collapse than what happened with the Minnesota Twins this year. And I'm dead serious when I say that. I know that the Twins were in first place for quite some time, and then they faltered and missed the postseason. If the Vikings don't win the NFC North, it will be worse. Have you guys watched all the teams that play in the NFC North? This is a bad division. The Minnesota Vikings are the best team in a bad division. Right now, 5-1, and one, and nobody else has a 500 record. The Bears, garbage. The Lions, I don't want to hear anything. Everybody's always waiting for the Lions to step their games up. They're not good. They're already washed. And the Packers, they're not good. Like, if you were to go look at the standings, the Minnesota Vikings have a four-game winning streak. You know who has a losing streak? Everybody else. Packers, three-game losing streak. Bears, three-game losing streak. The Lions, four-game losing streak. Trash division. Vikings got to win. And the reason why I feel like it will be way worse than the Twins collapsing 
It's simple. The Twins had good teams in their division. The, the Cleveland Guardians, who won the division, is good. The Chicago White Sox weren't great. They were expected to win the division, but they turned it on in the second half. So when I look at what the Vikings have from an opportunity standpoint, we clearly know it's all in front of them. But with this type of lead, if they don't win this division, shame on the Minnesota Vikings organization. I'm dead serious. This will be worse than the Twins. Right now, Henry, they have a two and a half game lead. And I know some fans, that's three. Technically, it's two and a half because Green Bay hasn't had their bye week. But it's two and a half. If you consider the tiebreaker, it's three and a half. Because right now, Vikings are perfect in the division. And right now, they've got the head to head. You are absolutely in a position where I don't want to say you can put Green Bay in the rearview mirror and make them obsolete by the halfway point. But you know who? Green, oh, you, you can be pretty close. But you know who Green Bay's got this upcoming weekend? Some guy by the name of Josh Allen and a wide receiver by the name of Stephon Diggs. Last I checked, they're pretty good at the whole playing football thing. Buffalo's been the best team in, in the league so far. Buffalo is a juggernaut right now. And I know the Vikings are going to, you know, Vikings going to have to go up to Buffalo in three weeks. Right now, the, the Packers to me are still the only team that could remotely be a threat because of Aaron Rodgers. Agreed. But, but they're dis, they they're are, discombobulated yeah, right they, now. They are just, they are so much in disarray right now. Like they don't have any idea, like defensively, offensively. I mean, they ran for like, and coaching wise. Yeah. Part of it's coaching. When you've got Aaron Jones, and he's clearly like your best. Why are they not giving him the ball enough? Well, I think yesterday they tried. Yeah, and they were having success when they got him the football. I mean, yesterday I'm just kind of I'm bringing up these these numbers right now. He ran for 23 yards on eight carries, four for AJ. The Dillon. lines, the lines, not been that great. And no, they had, no. they, had, they had a totally redid offensive. Yeah, line. no, and I'm I'm looking at well when you see David Bakhtiari, and I'm not gonna you know listen. We are in the land of miskicked and bad offensive lines. Okay, I'm not going to feel bad for any team for having subpar offensive line play. Guess what? This is reality coming to knock on your door right now. I mean, now. right now we're making Garrett Bradbury look like a Pro Bowler. I mean, how about that? Yeah, <laughs> who needed J.C. Treader, huh? Who needed him? Didn't need him. But you're right. This is a position that the Vikings they have lucked into. They've they've lucked into the point that maybe we don't know what kind of team they are at five and one. Is it luck though? I wouldn't say it's luck. No, I I, I mean they've they've lucked into it in the point that the rest of the division has been so bad. I mean, the first couple of weeks, Detroit looked like they were going to put forty points on the board against everybody. I mean, they put thirty five on the board against Philadelphia in week one, and they almost beat us. And they all, yeah. So, I mean, uh, Chicago, I still can't figure out. You've got, you've got some pieces there, but you just, Chicago can't put it together. And their defense is terrible. I, yeah, I'm with you, Henry, because you've got the tiebreakers right now. I think this week, Arizona concerns me because they've got some offensive talent that I think this thing could end up being a shootout. But in that respect... You need to bury the Packers. Bury Green Bay by week eight. Not winning this division will be unacceptable when we talk Minnesota Viking football. We'll take a break, mm-hmm. come back. 
I want to get to the Wolves. Are you concerned at all about Carl Anthony Towns? At all. Rudy, man, he's looking good. Ant, looking good as well. But are you concerned about Cat? 651-461-9226, The Lake Show. One more segment before Wolves pregame. You know what's so funny? Uh, just a couple seconds ago, somebody tried to hack my Twitter account or have me click on one of those links. Oh, really? I just noticed it. So last week I saw some people talking about this trick that these people are doing. And I saw it, and I immediately blocked that account, and I deleted it. But guess who they tried to pose as? John Bream. Bundestrib. Really? Yes, I'm dead serious. <laughs> and it was just it was just a Twitter. It was like a Twitter thing. It was like, you need to go. and you. If it, I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Come on, no, no, man. No. I'm not playing that game. It's, ri- it's, it's game. ridiculous. Like it how, is. How they, it's like if you're going to hack at least hack under somebody that you might think. And this is know, the thing. He works it, for the, the actual John Bream works yeah. for the Strib. Mm-hmm. And he's got a, you know, a picture and all that. Yeah. This was just like a Twitter. It was like just um, just like the bot, just like the, just the, the, the yeah, the symbol. Yeah, like, come on, man. So I'm, I'm. You accepted it, right? I'm sure that you. No, I deleted it. No, you, immediately. Oh, okay, yeah. man, you're not very nice. All right, so I've been asked. Well, I was asked this morning. Almost Vanita, mm-hmm. is something wrong with Cat? Like, what's going on with Carl Anthony Towns? I just think that it's a slow start. Now, I'm not concerned. Carl Anthony Towns is going to be just fine. And look, what is the what is something that I always preach? Sample size. I'm not going to get all in my feelings and think that Cat's not going to be good because of three games. Okay, Carl Anthony Towns is too talented a player, too good of a shooter. He's just too good to not figure it out. It's going to be an adjustment period. I think that that's what we're watching right now with the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're getting adjusted to life with Rudy Gobert who looks awesome, by the way. Ant is doing his thing. He looks like he's adjusting quickly to Rudy Gobert. Now it's just getting Cat on the same page with everybody else. So when you ask me that question, whether it's on radio or whatever, and people, I'm not concerned about Cat yet. I think that there are a lot of fans that are, though. And when we talk about Carl Anthony Towns, we know the talent and and we know his skill set and all of that stuff, whatever. And then the other part of the equation a lot of people talk about is, well, man, come on, man. Why does this guy complain all the time? Why is this? Why is that? Look, we got to take the the bad with the good. And I think that, that right now he's going to have to move forward with the stop complaining and just play basketball. And more, most importantly, he's got to just – figure it out on the court with Rudy Gobert. And I, we can sit here and we can talk about practice time, this, practice time, that. But I get all that. But we're into the season now. And these are real games. And so it's a very fluid situation. Do I think that the chemistry is going to evolve and, and come about? Absolutely. It's going to take a little bit more time. Well, it, it will. And I think people forget that he didn't have any preseason because of the illness. Like He was getting himself back into normal health let alone try and get yourself back into basketball shape with the cardio. Like, it's going to take time. There's a lot of things that Cat is trying to figure out on the fly, like you said. The complaining, the arguing, 
we're all, he's got to get past that. We're he's all too, frustrated. He's but, been in the league too long. But, but I mean, is it maybe this is just who he is at this I, point? I, I get that, but he has to understand it. Like he, he's heard it, right? Of course, do, do, he's do, heard it. But do you think that Cat has heard that people are tired of the complaining? Oh, absolutely. Hey, but, does, but he, does, he be, does he benefit from the complaining? No. Then he needs to stop. Well, but but can he though? That, I guess that's. I hope so. I mean, sure. I think he'd. You know, and it's two separate issues. That has nothing to do with it. You know how he's been playing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Th- these are two separate issues. Exactly. I mean, the one thing I don't like is I hate the kicking out of of the, of the leg when he's taking a shot trying to draw that foul. I actually, I actually, the one that they called last week at Target mm-hmm. Center, I thought that was a bogus call. See, but I just feel like all of the complaining, you're not going to get that call because of all the times that you've complained about it. It's like James Harden when, I mean, he was notorious for bumping into somebody, initiating the contact, yes. and then, you know, drawing the foul. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I look at the, the box, I'm not paying too much attention to the box score because I mean things are still a work in progress, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a work in progress. Losing to the Jazz, it was frustrating from the point that I just felt like another double digit lead. You blew it to a team that I mean, Utah's gritty. Like they're a tough team, but they Utah's don't, undefeated. Yeah, and they don't have any, <laughs> they don't have any stars. But then you look at who they beat, and you're like, well, okay, maybe Utah. You know, maybe they got a little bit of moxie this year. But I still feel like. Right now, San Antonio tonight, San Antonio on Wednesday, and then a shell of the Lakers on Friday night. The Lakers are bad. The, I mean, the Lakers are bad. The Lakers and, and are the bad. Thing, yeah. it, it is the Lakers. It's LeBron. It's AD. That's going to be a tough game. The Lakers are going to be tough against every team in the league. Yeah. But man, they are, and they 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 have issues. The rust thing. They got to move on. I mean, I, but there's no takers. No, Who's going to no, take Russ right nobody, now? Nobody wants Russ. Nobody wants. I mean, Russ is a liability at this point. I don't want to sit here and think that going into the Lakers game that we're going to sweep the Spurs. I, I think that I'd like to think that we'll win these next couple of yeah. games. But it's Greg Popovich, and so mm-hmm. you know his team's going to be well coached. Yeah. And I just don't think that the Spurs. I think the Spurs are going to. They're going to be grinders. Yeah. I, I know mean, that we're yeah. favored tonight by what eight and a half. I mean, v- Vassal's a good shooter. I like Keldon Johnson. Like, yep. K- Keldon Johnson's a real good player. Maybe nobody's heard of. Trey Jones is at Tra- the Trey, J- Trey Jones will start at the one. So, I, I mean, they, they've, they've got some guys. But, yeah, t- to me, San Antonio, it's more about the coaching than it is about the players on the, on the floor. So, and it's funny that, like, last week we're talking about, you know, how do you work two bigs at the same time? They were talking about, you know, going back to Samson and Olajuwon with the Rockets in the 80s. Like, did we completely skip over the Twin Towers? Like, those two guys played pretty well together last I checked. You know, a couple of Hall of Famers. So, I, I'm i excited. I'm excited to see the next two games. But, yeah, Pop, Pop's, you know, there's a reason he's one of the best of all time. Like, he, he's going to figure out how to get the most out of those guys. It's going to be interesting to see how all of this shakes out the next couple of nights. But I, I respect Pop. I don't care who he has. I respect the heck out of Greg Popovich. I really do because he's that legit. You could make the argument, okay, or you could he, – he, in the debate of greatest NBA coaches of all time, mm-hmm. he's in there. Yeah, I, I think you could because I think the stability Red number Arbach one. Red is in there. Um, Phil Jackson's in there. Jackson. Pat, Pat Riley's in there. Uh, who else is in there? I, clearly, I, I, Pop is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who am I blanking on? 
Well, okay. very quickly, Steve Kerr is going to be in Steve the conversation. Steve Kerr is going to be in the conversation. Eventually, yeah. he's going to be in there. Yeah. I mean, and, and Pop's done it in San Antonio. It's not like he's done it in L.A. or Chicago or Philadelphia. I mean, it's it's San Antonio. It's one of the smallest NBA markets. Oh, I thought you were about to take a shot at San Antonio. No. I was going to say, thank you, Charles Barkley. No. I, li- <laughs> I like San Antonio. Good coming, town. Coming up next, Cal Soderquist, Timberwolves pregame. I will talk to you guys postgame Timberwolves tonight. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 